Hello, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the 2A Lifestyle Podcast. And I know what you're thinking. What the fuck? What happened? Why is this a day late? Well, let me just tell you that my ass has been beat. Uh, not last week, but the week prior. I worked 70 hours, and then last week I worked 60. Plus, I did a PT testing interview for a new agency yesterday. So, when I got home, I was fucking tired. So, pardon me, and let's get this shit rolling. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and just start getting the house cleaning rules in order before we get started. If you haven't already, go check out our social media. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram. Uh, on Facebook, we are under 2A. That is the number 2A Lifestyle. And on Instagram, we are 2 spelled out. That's T-W-O-A Lifestyle. And if you haven't already, go ahead and check out our Patreon. We do have a Patreon account. If you feel like you want to support this show, uh, you know, just a dollar, I will gladly accept it. Anything that we are getting from this uh, Patreon account, we are putting straight back into the content that we are creating here, whether be the podcast uh we are hope i'm hoping to get a, a youtube channel going uh that is going to be my first thing is getting a uh, video podcast as well and then also start doing some video reviews and some goofy shit uh, and then we will just basically be just having a fucking blast doing that so anything that you give uh we're going to put straight back into this and uh, also giveaways uh, we do giveaways every so often on our uh, social media so check that out uh, and i am think zuck is fucking with my facebook page uh, we had actually hit 10,000 likes and it is all of a sudden like you know the shit that I post is not getting the reach that it used to be so uh, I think Zuck is fucking with me a little bit anyway uh, check out our Patreon uh, and last but not least wherever you're listening to this podcast go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review Uh, if you leave us a review that's the best way for people to find out about us when they're looking for 2A content whether it be guns uh, shooting lifestyle kind of shit uh, that's the best way for people to find us so I would greatly appreciate wherever you're listening to this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and go ahead and leave us a review. And no further ado, let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and you fucking social degenerates, let's start getting into this podcast. Let's start getting into the main segment of the podcast. And in this main segment, we're going to be talking about a lot of bullshit that's going on. Uh, the first thing we're going to talk about actually comes from Gat Daily. It was published on September 14th, and the title of it is Magazine Ban and Red Flag, Red Flag Laws Pass House Judiciary. And basically, uh, for those of you that are not familiar with the congressional process and how shit gets turned into law, basically what it is is the gun control uh, activists, gra- gun grabbers, whatever the fuck you want to call them, uh, traitors to our civil rights, basically, is what they are. Uh, they have to propose a bill, and in whatever uh, kind of capacity it is, if it is a bill on agriculture, then it goes to, like, the fucking House Committee for Agriculture. That is if the bill starts in the House, and each, the Senate has their own version of that shit, and so on and so forth. So basically, since this is going to be a criminal law, it's got to start out in the House Judiciary or the Senate Judiciary Committee, wherever the bill originates from. 
from. But basically what has happened is since uh, Democrats uh, and, you know, I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whatever the fuck you are, as long as you are pro 2A, that is all I care about because it is a civil right. Uh, but, you know, since the progressives and gun control uh, activists and gun grabbers has basically hijacked the Tem Democratic Party, in my opinion, and I will say this because I know plenty of Democrats that are pro 2A. Uh, so, you know, before you go into a fucking political tangent, like I said before, I don't give a what political party you associate yourself with as long as you leave my Second Amendment right alone and you are for rolling back some of these gun laws that are already still in the books because any gun control law is an infringement, basically, according to the letter of the law, which is the United States Constitution. You are okay with me. So, but because the progressives have hijacked the Democratic Party and the Democratic Party is in control of the House of Representatives, that is where this bill has started. Uh, and basically, this is the bill that the uh, traitor, as I will call him, uh, and you know, a lot of uh, conservative, can you know, veteran podcasts and media uh, don't consider him this, but fucking uh, the fucking Navy SEAL, um, you know, with the eye patch for the life of me right now, his fucking name is escaping uh, my memory, but you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, this is the bill that he said that he was for. It is a red flag law, uh, and also it is a magazine ban. Uh, that is what passed the House Judiciary Committee. So that is what has passed the House Judiciary, Judiciary Committee. Committee meeting. Fuck, I cannot talk tonight, but God, y'all, bear with me. I want to fucking get this over with and, and get y'all the news. That way you can keep yourself informed of what's going on. But the red flag law and the magazine ban has passed the House Judiciary, dish, the, the fucking Judiciary Committee, and it is going to be going to the House floor for a House-wide vote. And basically, uh, I mean, very fucking simple. Uh, this is the SAFE Act, uh, which is kind of like the TAPS Act uh, that fucking uh, What's-His-Nuts uh, said he supported, and also a high-capacity magazine ban, uh, you know, which is what we would call standard capacity magazines. Uh, you know, it doesn't, in this fucking article, it doesn't say what it would limit it to, but I'm sure it's going to be something very similar to uh, the gun control bill passed in 1994 by the Democrats, so I'm assuming probably nothing more than 10 rounds, but uh, that is what's passed the House Judiciary Committee. So if you uh, know who your representatives are, give them a call, especially the ones in the House, and especially if your representative is a Democrat, because Democrats are going to be the ones that are pressured to vote yes for this in the House of Representatives, and it will then at that point go to the Senate, and Mitch McConnell, who is the fucking Senate Majority Leader, because the Senate is still controlled by Republicans, and even though according to, you know, the Republicans, they consider themselves pro-2A, but they have not been as of late, I will definitely say. Uh, they, old Mitch McConnell has stated that he is waiting for Donald Trump to come out with guidance on what he's going to do, uh, what he supports. So, and if fucking Donald Trump comes out and says that I support gun control, then Mitch McConnell is going to allow gun control measures to come up to the Senate floor and they will be passed. And if Donald Trump is in favor for him, then most likely uh, Senate Republicans, even though they're in the majority, will vote for gun control. And that is some shit we have to stop. Uh, this is fucking bananas. You know, we have Republicans that are supposed to be for the Second Amendment in control of the Senate and in control of the White House. And yet this has been the greatest threat to our Second Amendment civil rights since my lifetime, since 1994, uh, whenever the gun control bill was passed, and which, you know, outlawed quote unquote assault weapons uh, and high capacity magazines to the general public, which did not stop such tragedies like Columbine, uh, which was, you know, what everybody considers as a mass killing, uh, kind of the, the start in the modern era of what's been going on with all these mass killings. Uh, so, that, you know, gun control, as we all know, doesn't do 
your shit. But you need to reach out to your representatives. You need to reach out to your senators. And you need to reach out to the president. And especially since he's on Twitter, you know, he is the tweeting president. That's an easy way to get a hold of him. Tag him in some shit. Or you can, you know, go to the whitehouse.gov. Don't go to whitehouse.com. Uh, I don't know if that's still a thing, but I'll never forget my fucking seventh grade civics class uh, when the internet was still fairly new and we had the old dial-up internet and shit like that. Uh, our civics teacher told us to go to the whitehouse.com website because he wanted us to see, you know, the internet and how the White House works. And whitehouse.com at the time was actually a porn website. Uh, I don't know if it's still around, but it's actually whitehouse.gov. So go to whitehouse.gov and you can actually leave a message for the president there. Uh, or there's actually numbers you can call, which is also on whitehouse.gov's website where you can leave a message for the president or write them a fucking letter. If you actually write your elected officials letters, uh, then they actually get saved in the archives. We have an archives for a long standing congressman here where I live. Uh, everything that anybody's ever wrote him uh, is in those. And then especially every president is going to have a presidential library. So any letter that is written to the president goes into that presidential library. It is, it is kept as a record. So if you write a handwritten letter to the president, your opposition to this gun control actually gets put in history as showing that there was opposition to this. So if you want to become a little part of history, that's a cool little bit uh, that you can do. To go further, uh, if you have been keeping up with social, I mean, fuck, even if you don't even keep up with the news, if you keep up with social media at all, you will have heard fucking Robert O'Rourke, who calls himself Beto O'Rourke, uh, to try and make himself more, I guess, appealing to Hispanic voters back when he failed in his Texas Senate run against uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, he has come out and he has said, of course, uh, he is going to take your AR-15 AK-47. His specific words were, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47, these things that were meant to kill people. Uh, and he is so proud of it that he's actually fucking come out with t-shirts on this stuff. Uh, and it is just fucking insanity that this guy, I mean, he fucking failed miserably after spending, uh, you know, I think he outspent Ted Cruz by a good bit and he still lost the Texas Senate race. Uh, and now he's running for president and the Democratic ticket. And again, this is what I was stating earlier is that it seems that the progressives are slowly taking over the Democratic Party. Uh, you know, being in the South, uh, Democrats actually ran most states until Barack Obama became president. And that's when the Republican Party kind of got a shot of steroids all across the country. And whenever they took over the, the fucking uh, U.S. Congress and both the House of Representatives and the Senate, you know, that's when a lot of state legislatures uh, swept and became Republican. That was actually the first time in my state that the Republicans actually took over uh, the state government, you know, the state Senate, the state legislature. So, uh, you know, there's still a lot of Democrats in my state, even though it is voted fucking Republican for president ever since fucking, uh, you know, fucking Barry Goldwater or some shit like that. I can't remember, but it's, it's been a long time uh, since our state nationally has voted for a Democrat. But, uh, it, you know, there's still a lot of Democrats that run for office and hold offices in Republican territory. And like I said, a lot of them are pro 2A. But with the swing of politics lately in the past fucking what's been 12 years now, uh, it seems like the progressives are slowly taking over the Democratic Party. And in doing so, they are trying to out-progressive themselves, I guess you could say. Uh, I call it tyranny, but they are trying to out-progressive themselves. And Beto O'Rourke is that person that is trying to be so fucking progressive that he's trying to be the mold that, you know, a lot of these progressives are making the Democratic Party into. So in doing that, he is flat out saying that he is going to confiscate all of our quote and unquote assault weapons. Uh, he is, you know, going to have mandatory gun buybacks. And if you don't want it, then yes, he says they will go door to door and they will confiscate your weapons. So this right here is the 
exact reason why I feel we've been lied to every single time we have tried to go into compromise with these gun control activists and these gun grabbers. You know, they've all said, you know, and all these people, oh, we're not going to go door to door to confiscate your weapons. We just want to stop selling them or we want to stop making them. But now they're just flat out fucking revealing the veil and they're saying we're going to go door to door and just confiscate your property. Uh, you know, not only in violation of the Second Amendment, but also in violation of the Fourth uh, Unlawful Search and Seizure. It is just insane that they have come out and flat out said what they, well, I mean, what we people in the Tui community has always known is that if you give them anything, it is going to constantly just lead up to the next thing and lead up to the next thing and lead up to the next thing. And I will say, you know, I am obviously a humongous uh, consumer of gun-related content, and I have seen a lot of mainstream gun content creators state that we need to compromise, that we need to stop saying every gun law is an infringement on our Second Amendment. We need to have some sort of compromise. But I'm just going to let you know, this is what they have been trying to have us do since gun control has hit the mainstream during the Clinton era in the 90s when the gun control bill passed. We've given them a little bit at a time, and guess what? It has never fulfilled their appetite to erode away at our civil right, at our constitutional amendment to keep and bear arms. And you know what? This right here, I'm, I'm glad that fucking Beta O'Rourke did this because to me, this shows us in the 2A community that you know what? This right here shows the true intention of all gun control activists forever. This has always been their plan is to completely disarm you. And it is just going to show that we cannot give an inch. And as a matter of fact, we need to push them back. We need to do something in trying to push them back to say, hey, guess what? We're not giving any more of our rights away. And as a matter of fact, we're going to take back some of our rights. Whether that can be something as simple as national reciprocity for concealed carry permits. Because if I have a fucking marriage certificate or a driver's license in Tennessee, doesn't mean that if I move to New York, that all of a sudden my driver's license, my marriage certificate is invalid because, you know, it was issued by another state. And that shouldn't be the same damn thing for our concealed carry permits. So if you get a concealed carry permit in Tennessee and you go to New York for business, not even just to live there, but just for a business trip, just because New York has fucked up gun control laws doesn't mean that a state who has, which has recognized your constitutional amendment right to keep and bear arms to protect yourself uh, from not just, you know, from, well, just from the general term, bad guys. Uh, just because that state does not recognize your constitutional amendment, but it, you come from a state that does, doesn't mean as soon as you enter that state, your constitutional amendment ceases to exist there. And that's where the federal government needs to step up. And that is the actual reason why our federal government was founded by our founding fathers was to to settle disputes among states. And, and this is a humongous reason of, you know, why there are organizations that try and help, you know, step up whenever our Second Amendment's been infringed. And, you know, that's kind of getting on into our next segment of our main part of our uh, podcast. If you haven't already, please go check out Save the Second. Save the Second is a great organization. It is a group uh, that I'm a part of. Uh, it is a group of NRA members that have come together and we've come together since all that shit from this past NRAM in April came out of all the financial uh, improprieties and the physical irresponsibility of the NRA executives and leadership. And then it's just further coming out more and more that not only is the executive leadership, aka Wayne LaPierre, uh, and now it seems the board of directors are just, you know, got their fucking heads in the sand. And it's just madness. I mean, the fact all this shit has come out about the NRA uh, with Ackerman McQueen and having paying, you know, them millions of dollars for it turns out now what it's seeming like is stuff that just Wayne LaPierre built them and then therefore they uh, build the NRA for. So basically the NRA is paying for all of Wayne LaPierre's extravagant 
lifestyles, uh, you know, whether it be trips, you know, clothes, makeup, haircuts, all that other bullshit, uh, you know, that is just a humongous financial irresponsibility on membership dues. And then we have fucking board of directors and not only allowing it, but they're basically sticking their head in the sand and are saying, oh, that didn't happen. That's just uh, stuff that Ackerman Queen is coming out and saying happened to make Wayne LaPierre look bad. But then you have Wayne LaPierre firing Chris Cox. You have Oliver North, uh, you know, being forced to resign because he was calling Wayne LaPierre out in his bullshit. Uh, so anyway, that is kind of what the sec- Save the Second is about. It is basically trying to uh, bring the NRA back to its powerhouse that it used to be, bring back its focus on the Second Amendment and not to exclude, like I said, people that might have different political beliefs uh, of somebody that just has an R by their name. Uh, but basically anybody that is a supporter of the Second Amendment can be welcomed into the NRA. Well, Save the Second and the Board of Directors of Save the Second have gone to Virginia uh, for the fall meeting of the NRA Board of Directors. And if you keep up with them, like I said, check them out. Uh, they have Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. They started their own podcast. Uh, I, I really hope you guys check them out as well. Uh, and they basically break down everything uh, that they do and what's going on with the NRA. But they have uh, gone to the NRA Fall Board of Directors meeting this past weekend. And after keeping up with them on YouTube uh, and keeping up with them on their social media, it is, you know, the bullshit that the NRA has played is unbelievable. Uh, they have basically every committee meeting that they attempted to go to and then the actual big board of director meeting that they had this past Sunday, yesterday, uh, they put it in executive session, which basically means they kicked out all members. Uh, anybody that was a member of the NRA was not allowed to go into these meetings and it was only allowed for the board of directors. So there was no transparency. There was no buddy that they had to answer to except for themselves. And I will say this, uh, something amazing that the Save the Second did that uh, really just made me uh, just, you know, completely changed my mind on something is, you know, Ted Nugent is an NRA board of director, if you did not know that. And if you don't know who the fuck Ted Nugent is, go look it up. Uh, he is a famous rock star, uh, Cat Scratch Fever, uh, Detroit Rock City. He is a great musician. Uh, anyway, he's also a great Second Amendment order supporter. He is an avid hunter. Uh, you know, I'm sure you've seen he had his own line of ammunition for a while. I don't know if he still does. But for the longest time, Ted Nugent did not go to meetings. Uh, but he is starting to go to meetings now. And Ted Nugent stood up and he objected to the executive sessions that the NRA board of directors meetings uh, because he stated that the NRA should be transparent in what they're doing. And it appears that Ted Nugent is one of the good guys on the board of directors, which is great to hear because uh, with the res- resignations of a lot of board members uh, this past few months, it seems like all the good guys that were on the board of directors has left. And it made, uh, personally, it made me kind of, you know, in despair of what's been going on with the NRA because I was thinking, you know, the board of directors may be jacked up with Willis Lee and, and uh, Marion Hamner and Charles Cotton and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but we had these good guys on there, but they slowly resigned one by one. And it kind of made me think that there was nobody there that was outspoken against the BS that the executive leadership on the board of directors was doing. Uh, but Ted Nugent is uh, outspoken voice. Uh, he is a celebrity. He's kind of a personality. Uh, so I doubt that the board of directors and the executive leadership is going to silence him uh, because he does not need this position to be a uh, person of power uh, in the community. Uh, he has a large following, uh, you know, in with his previous music career. And then also uh, he had his own hunting show for a while, uh, but that's, you know, no longer in existence, but he had his own hunting show. Uh, so he's got a lot of contacts that if the NRA board of directors wanted to start removing him from committees like the previous NRA board of directors had, 
had, uh, you know, Ted Nugent can still, you know, hold some sort of influence. So uh, the Save the Second uh, going to that board of direct meeting to- totally changed my mind on Ted Nugent. And I greatly appreciate uh, Rob, uh, uh, Ron Carter, uh, Rob Pincus, Andy Lander. Uh, you know, those are the board of directors for the Save the Second. I greatly appreciate them uh, going to that board of director meeting. Uh, and I'm hoping in January I'm going to be able to go up there with them uh, to, you know, see what's going to happen with this board of director uh, meeting. Because in this past board of director meeting, they actually uh, had a, I mentioned on the podcast, uh, previous podcast, is they had a uh, petition that they were signing. They're trying to get signatures of NRA members to have a bylaw uh, passed where you have, if you're a board of director, you had to attend so many meetings a year. Otherwise, you would not be able to keep your board of director seat. Uh, and the NRA did their usual bullshit on that. They did on that too. They said they're going to table it and check the bylaws and see what they can do to see if, uh, you know, they can vote on it and all that kind of crazy shit. So it's just a bunch of horse shit that they've been pulling. And, but I want to say, greatly appreciate Save the Second for what they did. Uh, you know, constantly informative, constantly showing uh, what's going on in the NRA. And not only that, constantly showing what's going on with the uh, gun control of, you know, being pushed in Washington because, you know, the NRA is supposed to be kind of our check in this. And I know a lot of people will start throwing out shit that says the NRA uh, was in favor of the Hughes Amendment. The NRA was in favor of a lot of stuff. That's true. But guess what? The people that ran the NRA at that time, they don't run the NRA now. And not only with that, you know, the NRA is a member's organization. You vote for board of directors. Board of directors votes for uh, who's the executive vice president, uh, which basically runs the day-to-day operations of the NRA. If we can uh, show up and change the NRA, then we can have a strong powerhouse uh, fighting for our Second Amendment in Washington, D.C. And not only Washington, D.C., but also throughout the country. The NRA, uh, you know, in their most proactive times, uh, was doing stuff all throughout the country, fighting back gun control measures in state legislatures and stuff like that. Uh, You know, obviously, you still need to continue to support other organizations. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the uh, Firearms Policy Coalition, the Firearms Policy Foundation, uh, Second Amendment uh, organizations uh, like that. Uh, So that's what you need to do and keep going and keep doing that. Uh, And also, let's go ahead and start getting into some other bullshit. And this is going to be the last part that I'm going to talk about on the main segment. But something else that everybody has heard is that Walmart has come out with their bullshit uh, statement and said that they're going to be no longer selling ammunition uh, that is used for short barrel rifles. So basically what it is, is Walmart's going to stop selling certain ammunition that they consider is used in assault rifles, you know, quote unquote assault rifles. And then actually in their statement that they released, uh, they state, uh, you know, they didn't call them magazines, they called them clips, which goes to show that the people that make these dumbass policies don't know what the hell they're talking about. Uh, You know, just goes to show the ignorance of the gun grabbers and gun control activists. Uh, And then also they stated that it's not that they are, you know, they can't say it's illegal, but they don't want anybody open carrying in their stores. Uh, You know, open carry is basically, uh, you know, I consider them the flat earthers of the fucking Second Amendment community. Uh, You know, you can call them uh, whatever they want. You know, definitely it is their constitutional right to do as such. Uh, But to me, you're not doing any favors in pushing the Second Amendment cause uh, because you are looking like a jackass with your fucking Smith and Weston Sigma and your Uncle Mike's holster uh, with just a fucking snap button, you know, with retention. Uh, so to me, that is kind of every open carrier I've seen. Uh, it's either that or you see the guys that think they're fucking high speed and they'll maybe carry a fucking Taurus or a Ruger in a fucking Serpa holster. Uh, you know, bullshit like that. Or I've even seen one guy go in there with one of those bullshit uh, like NC Star Airsoft uh, drop leg holsters. Uh, you know, stupid shit like that. And, you know, uh, Walmart is a private company 
company and all these fucking people that says we need to boycott Walmart. You know, there is shit that Walmart has that you can, you know, that you're constantly going to go to Walmart. Uh, you know, for the longest time, there was uh, only a Walmart in my town. Uh, and this is before fucking Dollar General started popping up everywhere. Uh, this is before there was like Publix. This is before there was a fucking uh, Target, all that kind of shit. And then not only that, you know, Walmart does sell cheaper shit. Uh, you know, that is a huge incentive to go there. And also something else is it is really just a fucking one-stop shop. You know, I can get fucking groceries. I can get oil to change the, you know, in my car. And I can fucking pick up some ammo uh, for my range trip that weekend. You know, how many more fucking places can you say do that? You know, you could maybe say Kmart, but you know, the fucking Kmarts that are like in 20 cities left around the country. Uh, you know, that is, uh, you know, what you, what you got. You know, it's something that <laughs> it's a necessary evil. And, you know, it's one of those things that people uh, has allowed Walmart to grow into the monster behemoth that it is. And, you know, there's not a whole lot we can do. You can stop buying from Walmart if you're a gun owner. Uh, but guess what? There's still plenty of other fucking sheeple and welfare queens and trailer park trash and all that other kind of shit that is going to still go to Walmart. So, you know, you're just fucking tooting your own. Uh, but, you know, I will say that there was a great article uh, that Hornady released that said that they stopped selling to Walmart a long time ago. And this is back whenever they stopped selling, quote unquote, assault rifles, assault rifles. And, uh, you know, I remember when this occurred and I'm telling you, uh, you know, I was not a huge fan of what they did then. But I will say they had some fucking cheap ass modern sporting rifles there, too, when this happened. Uh, they had like, I want to say it was a Smith & Wesson M&P Shield, or not an M&P Shield, but a Smith & Wesson M&P Sport 15 for like, you know, $400, $425. And this was like back around the time whenever Obama was still in office and the price of ARs was kind of expensive. Uh, and then, you know, that's what I see happening now is that Walmart's just going to discount their ammo and, you know, uh, that ammo that they stopped, you know, selling, which is uh, 556, which is the one I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, and, you know, that's, they're still going to carry ammo. They're still going to carry like 22 long rifle. They're still going to carry, uh, you know, certain handgun ammunitions and shit like that. So, uh, but you know, Hey, if you want to go buy some cheap five, five, six for a range trip or a class that you have coming up, you know, go to Walmart, you know, buy whatever they have. Cause I'm telling you right now, uh, they're going to be selling it at a loss. So that's probably the best way that you can help hurt Walmart is if they start selling that shit at a loss, because, you know, even though it's a loss for them, they still have a million other fucking things in the store that they're going to make profit on when they, uh, they sell it. But you know, it's virtue signaling on their part. It's virtue signaling on all these people that are bitching and complaining, saying they're never going to shop at Walmart again. Uh, because I guarantee to you, uh, nine out of 10 of those people should, I'll say like fucking 49 out of 50 of those people uh, are still going to shop Walmart. You know, they'll maybe boycott Walmart for a week or two or hell, maybe even a month. Uh, but then they're going to go back to Walmart. Uh, so, you know, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Uh, there's a humongous list of companies that do not support gun control. And now there, I will say this, that some of these companies on this list, you can actually probably hurt them a little bit more if you do not shop at them. And it's not like Walmart where it's one of those stores that fucking everybody shops at. Uh, and that list is on recoilweb.com. Uh, and it was published on September 12th. And like I said, go check it out. There's a humongous list of companies that say that they don't support uh, fucking uh, gun control. So, and then like I said, some of these, you know, this fucking article, it's got companies with more than 500 employees and it's got companies with less than 500 employees. So if you start, especially going after these companies in, you know, fucking uh, putting them out there that says, hey, they don't, you know, they don't support your second amendment rights and all that kind of stuff with less than 500 companies, you're going to do them a lot more harm than you will if you stop shopping at Walmart because they really do count on every single customer that they get. Well, that's
that's going to be off my soapbox for that. Uh, like I said, you know, all these people uh, just fucking losing their minds. And, you know, losing their minds since the last fucking podcast. I mean, fucking Walmart, fucking politicians, uh, fucking uh, Beto O'Rourke, uh, Robert O'Rourke, all that kind of shit. Uh, all that stuff. It, it's just madness. Uh, NRA, fucking board of directors. Uh, strange times we're living in, folks. Fucking uh, Joe Rogan said it best in his, in his comedy special. Strange fucking times we're living in. Uh, all we can do is just fucking do what we are supposed to do. Uh, be good representatives of the 2A community. And that's what my biggest challenge to everybody is, is to be great representatives for the 2A community. Uh, you know, just don't fucking, you know, act like a, a fucking gun control activist and gun grabber nut uh, and say every gun law is an infringement on the Second Amendment. It is. But guess what? You need to have facts. You need to support your arguments with logic and fucking the truth. You know, just don't say a one-liner and then expect people to automatically accept your point of view. You need to have facts, which we've done before. We've done in this podcast. If you need some statistics, if you need some facts, fucking go back and look at some of our other uh, episodes that we did. Uh, do your own research. You know, look at other gun content creators because they have plenty of stuff out there to show uh, what you need to arm yourself with facts and knowledge and statistics to fight against this kind of ignorance. And that's the only way we can really, uh, our activism and equipping ourselves with knowledge uh, until the big luau happens. That is the best way we're going to further our, our fucking civil rights and further our fucking point of view. And with that, we will go ahead and end the main segment and let's go ahead and start getting into the fucking product news interviews. Let's start getting into the product news. Really don't have a review for you guys this weekend. Uh, so we're just going to go over some new product news that's come out. And some kind of cool shit that I think. But Smith & Wesson has brought out an FDE version of their M-point, uh, M&P M2.0 compact pistol. Now I am a humongous fan <clears throat> uh, shit, excuse me, of the Smith & Wesson M&P lines. Uh, I've got an M&P Pro Core. Uh, I got that for competition use. I don't use it for competition use anymore. But I still love that fucking gun. To me it's the best ergonomic gun out there at the moment uh you know i'm not it's, it's because i've shot glock for fucking like nine years of my law enforcement career that i can basically pick up any fucking glock and just be a tack driver with it uh but to me the smith and wessons if i start putting like five ten thousand rounds uh through it then i will be probably as proficient with it as i would with my glocks uh but i still love them uh they have come out with the fde version of their mmp 2.0 which is you know kind of cool they got the fucking fde uh, little plates to their magazines uh i'm a humongous fan i love fde shit not because it looks all tactical and shit, uh, but to me it kind of, you know, I'm a fucking little freak about this, but, uh, you know, if you're cleaning your gun and your gun is black and you can't really tell if your gun is completely clean, if it's FDE, then you can tell if there's still carbon there. Uh, that's kind of like one of my favorite things about FDE or Cerakoting your shit, is that you can tell if your gun is really clean, uh, and that's one of my big reasons for it, and it does look good in your shit. It does look good in your gear, and your battle belt, all that other kind of shit, so fucking sue me. Uh, the next thing is uh, this actually comes from 
Gat Daily. It is talking about the Midland Radio MX2 275 and the GXT 1000. And now there is a radio out there that does pick up like fucking army uh, military uh, radio channels that you're not supposed to have. And I think that they've already started uh, stop selling them. Uh, so this is why I picked this review because this is kind of good shit. You know, it's good for ranges. It's good for especially long distance ranges. Uh, if you're shooting like over a thousand yards, uh, you can might have, uh, you know, somebody down there at the range, uh, like, you know, in the military, you know, in the really fucking old ranges, uh, you had one guy sitting in a fucking, uh, you know, hole in the dirt and he just raises the fucking, uh, you know, target. And then he calls back and says, all right, you know, uh, this, you know, this score, uh, you know, he got it in this ring, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, this is a good thing for, uh, that kind of shit. Uh, it's also good for camping. Uh, it's also good for the big luau, uh, all that kind of good shit. Uh, it's, you know, Midland states that these radios can go over 50 miles or it's a heavy 50 mile range, but I'm sure that's like if you're in the fucking, uh, salt lakes, uh, the dried salt beds out there in the West, uh, you know, out here in the South, we have, you know, tons of fucking pine trees. We don't have a lot of mountains, but we have some good hills, uh, you know, and I had a Midland set. I think it was the MXT 275. Uh, you know, the GXT 1000 is the newer version, I believe, or I might have that vice versa. Uh, but you know, it, the range goes to about 10 miles, uh, which is pretty fucking good for a small two-way handheld radio, uh, without getting getting into like the ham shit, which I've actually tried the ham radio operator's license, uh, and as a pain in the ass, because I am sure as fuck no electrician. When I took my ASFAB, that was like my lowest fucking score. Uh, but you know, you can get, it says the MSRP on these is $89.99. Uh, I got mine for a little less. I think I got them for around 50 bucks. Uh, and they come with a little charging pad. Uh, you know, I've said in my, I don't know, the last episode of the episode for that, when I was doing my review on my Pelican flashlight, you kind of know how I feel about fucking rechargeable batteries. Uh, but the set I had actually still, you know, it still can take, uh, you know, AAA batteries is what mine took. Uh, so it's not too hard to find replacement batteries for them. So you can keep a little pack of batteries with you. Uh, if your radio does go dead, uh, you know, it's something you can keep in your vehicle. Uh, I'm restoring an old Jeep Wrangler right now. Uh, I'm going to put some type of, uh, fucking shit on the seats, uh, a little bit of Molly. Uh, so that way I can, you know, get certain stuff like fucking tissues, uh, have like a multi purpose dump pouch on the back of them. So I can have like a little trash can, that kind of stuff, uh, in my Jeep, uh, when I'm done with it. So I'm going to probably get one of these and maybe put them in there so that way when I go to the range uh, or go camping or that kind of stuff, I'll have one so that way my kids can, you know, have one to play with them, all that kind of shit. Uh, so it's definitely something to look into. Uh, if you have any suggestions on stuff like that, please uh, reach out to me on social media and let me know what you, uh, you know, think about what some good uh, little handheld two-way radios that you have. Next product news is going to be Taurus introduces a new G3 polymer 9mm pistol. Now, I know a lot of people, I, actually, fuck, just earlier in the episode, I was kind of jank on Taurus, uh, but I will say in all my years working the streets uh taurus has killed more people than fucking high point uh you know i've always see these fucking taurus these little 24 sevens and the g2s always picking them up off the streets and off of crime scenes and they're definitely not the most accurate guns i wouldn't definitely use it for duty use uh but a lot of people on the streets carry them for concealed carry you know especially these guns a little bit higher capacity than a high point a little bit higher capacity than a Brico or a jennings uh and it's you know a hell of a lot more easier to conceal than that brick of a high point so uh Taurus, uh, the MSRP on this is 345.23. My thought it'll probably be around 275 when it starts hitting the stores. Uh, the updates on it are going to be uh, still. Uh, it's going to have like front serrations. Uh, update on the polymer frame a little bit, a little bit more ergonomic. Uh, you know, updates uh, on stuff like that. Uh, it's also going to have fucking uh, larger capacity magazines. It's going to be offering uh, two 15 round magazines uh, or 17 round magazines. So uh, Taurus, you know, hey, uh, you know, you can get those Taurus G2s now from like 
I'm out of state for I think like 180. You know, if you are somebody that wants to have a firearm for home protection, but you're not able to afford like a fucking Glock or a Smith and Wesson MP or shit, even those Ruger uh, Security Nines uh, or some of those other guns. You know, a Taurus G2, you can get those for pretty cheap. And like I said, you know, definitely wouldn't use it for duty use. Uh, we got one fucking reserve uh, deputy that uses a fucking Sky 9 as his. I keep telling him that he needs to fucking get rid of that thing for duty use and get something else because you have tons of Glocks, uh, SIGs, you have tons of uh, M&Ps in 40 caliber, uh, and then even now you still are seeing uh, those Beretta 92s uh, in 9mm that are being traded in their old pl uh, police trade-ins. You can get those for less than $300. You can get them for around $250. Uh, do that uh, if you can have the money, but if all you can afford is like $170, $150, $180, yeah, the Taurus G2s uh, are definitely, I would say, better than a high point, but uh, you know, they do have uh, some issues, so I wouldn't recommend it for everyday use, but hey, it shows that Taurus is continually uh, trying to better their products, and fucking maybe they'll have better luck with the G3s. Last product that I'm going to talk about, and the reason I'm talking about it is because I'm seriously looking at some red dots, is a Riton or Riton Optics has announced that they're releasing a new product, the X3 Tactics, that's T-A-C-T-I-X, P-R-D, and basically what this is, is just a micro red dot. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, all the other shit, like the SIG uh, red dots, the fucking um, Hollow Suns, the Vortex Vipers, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they're releasing their own. And the reason I'm talking about this is because kind of like the SIG, and that's why I've been looking at the SIG for the red dots myself, is it's kind of got a little wedge in the back to replace your rear sight. And something else that's really nice about this is that you can replace the battery from the top. Uh, it is a three MOA dot. Uh, the MSRP on it is $299, but when I looked them up, it is actually uh, closer. I think the cheapest I found was $180. So it's not too terribly bad. Uh, it is uses the CR2032 batteries, and there are six levels of brightness. And the battery life on this is $40,000 or $40,000 hours. So it's pretty good. Uh, it's, you know, pretty decent battery life. Uh, and it also has a uh, warranty, lifetime unlimited lifetime warranty. So it's kind of like the Vortex. Uh, and includes no proof of purchase, no registration, and it is a new product replacement. So it's not like they try and fix whatever, uh, you know, pro you know whatever product you send in with their problems. They send you a brand new one. So that's pretty nice. I like that idea. Um, and, you know, with a lot of the mounts, you know, either you got to have your slide cut or you can get one of those mounts that replaces your rear sight. That's why I really like uh, SIG. They had like a little cut in the back to replace your rear sight. So does this. So that's something that I've been looking forward to. I actually reached out to them uh, to see maybe if they'll send us one for Teeny and not heard back from them. Uh, you know, guys, if you want me to review anything, let me know. Uh, if you also want me to review it, reach out to the company and say, hey, there's this fucking great podcast. They have great social media. Send them some of their shit so that way they can send you, uh, you know, do a review on it and they, all their listeners and followers can tell you about their shit. You know, that's the best way for us to reach out to these companies. Um, like I said, I have not heard back from them. I'll probably email them again, uh, maybe in a month to see if they just maybe fucking lost my shit or they just told me to go fuck off. Uh, but we shall see. All right. Uh, let's start going into the culture segment and start wrapping this shit up. Morning week. Impair my tribal lunar speak. 
All right, and on this culture segment, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite movies. And the reason we're going into this is because it is fucking September. And because it's fucking September, that means next month is October. We are getting into the fall season in October. There's fucking Halloween, and Halloween is one of my favorite fucking holidays of the year. And with that, I'm kind of getting in the mood, and I'm going to be talking about Zombieland. And with the sequel coming out, I cannot fucking wait. But there's some pretty fucking cool guns in there, and what better kind of movie to talk about guns than a fucking apocalyptic zombie movie where you shoot motherfuckers in the face. So, in this movie, they had some pretty cool guns. Uh, you had fucking uh, two nickel-plated 1911 A1s. You also had a nickel-plated SIG 226. Now, we did have some non-guns in there as the IMFDB, which is where we're getting all this stuff from. We have a couple of non-guns in there. We had a Glock, a 1911, and a SIG. And it's kind of cool because in IMFDB, they say the reason they're called non-guns is because they are being shot so close to the actors is that they do not use any kind of, I guess, fucking projectiles or powder or anything like that. Uh, because if it did, it would still shoot out some stuff. And that's how Bruce Lee's son was killed is because somebody was using a gun too close to him and it had actually a bullet in there and fucking killed the dude. So it had some non-guns in there. Something else that it had in there that was really cool was an H&K MP7A1, which is where you saw Tallahassee, played by Woody Harrelson, was just shooting that motherfucker up in the air and drive-bying on some zombies uh, because he was a pretty cool fucking crazy badass in that movie and he was shooting motherfuckers in the face and now of course Tallahassee played by Woody Harrelson had some of the most badass guns in this movie he also had a fucking Winchester 1892 mare's leg uh, which is the little short lever action gun there's also of course some Beretta 92s a Mossberg 500 Mariner Cruiser that silver plated pump shotgun he also had a Benelli M4 Super 90 which is a badass little shotgun and then of course you had fucking Columbus played by Jesse Eisenberg. He had his little double barrel. Uh, it's an IGA coach 12 gauge gun, uh, which, you know, he, that's the only fucking gun he used. He also had a Norinco type 84, which they had in some of the fucking, uh, you know, flashbacks on people, you know, surviving or dying in the fucking zombie apocalypse. And something else that's cool that I didn't really notice as in there is a Taurus model 62 C takedown rifle, which is what little rock, the little girl's sister had whenever she was at the amusement park and Tallahassee was teaching her to shoot. Uh, and she was shooting zombies in the face with it. And when she was up on that fucking uh, little ride, uh, going up and down, all that kind of stuff. But that's going to be our culture segment. I cannot wait for the sequel to come out. And definitely we're going to be talking about some more Halloween type movies when Halloween comes closer. Uh, but that is going to be our culture segment. Let's start wrapping this up and start closing out the show. Ladies and gents, that is going to be this episode of the 2A Lifestyle Podcast. I apologize if it is not as long and as formative as other episodes as we may have had. But again, I have been fucking dragged through a fucking hellfire and brimstone of my work. And hopefully that will get better if I get with this new agency. So hopefully I can put a little bit more time and also give a little bit more spin on what's going on. Uh, I will hopefully re reveal some details of it. If it does uh, plan out, uh, I will definitely kind of keep y'all up to date with 
what's going on, but I'll basically be able to spend a little bit more time uh, doing what I do uh, with this podcast and also on my social media. Uh, I'm having some guests starting to get lined up, some more themed uh, interviews, uh, themed shows of what's going on. Also something interesting, uh, the first weekend of October, I'm going to be going to a shooting competition uh, who is uh, being put on by Ash Hess. Uh, It is a uh, rifle shooting competition in Southwest Georgia. So I will hopefully make some contacts there, get some more interviews, uh, and also just get some cool fucking shit and content for you guys that you can see on my social media. So if you haven't, please go check out my social media on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, again, it is 2A Lifestyle, the number 2A. On Instagram, it is 2 spelled out, T-W-O-A Lifestyle. Uh, Also, I have a Patreon. Uh, Check out Patreon under 2A Lifestyle. If you like it, uh, please donate a dollar a month. That's all that I ask. Uh, We are already getting paid for the bandwidth of this podcast, so anything extra y'all giving me now is going straight back to the podcast. Wanting to start video podcast and get some video equipment so that way we can start giving you guys some good video content and reference to this podcast and reference to my social media and reference to this 2A lifestyle. Also, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. That is the best way for people to find us, uh, especially on iTunes. If they're looking for gun, shooting, firearms, 2A content lifestyle, uh, you will help people find this podcast. Uh, Also, uh, something that is interesting uh, that is going to be going on, please, if you have some fucking people that you want us to talk to, if you want to have some people on the show, uh, if you want to have some people that, uh, you know, we can write up if they can't, don't want to be on the show, but if they want to give us some interviews, all that kind of stuff, uh, we're going to be trying to start doing some more blogging type stuff uh, on our uh, website, uh, which is attached to Podbean and also on our social media. If you have anybody that you want us to review their stuff, please reach out to us, but also please reach out to them. Like I said earlier in reference to that red dot review on the news, uh, I'm trying to reach out and see if they will uh, send one for us to review. I don't have to keep the shit, but guess what? Anything I do keep, uh, I'm going to be giving back to y'all in reference to giveaways. And then if you have anybody that you would like to sponsor, we are looking for sponsors for this podcast. Uh, I've had a couple people reach out that might be interested. I haven't gotten any good confirmations yet, but if you want us to, you know, fucking advertise, if you want to advertise on this podcast, reach out to us. Anything, uh, again, that is being paid into this podcast is going straight back to y'all, the listeners. So if you have anybody that you would like to see as a sponsor for the show, reach out to us. We will reach out to them, but also please reach out to them because that is the best way for us uh, to let them know that, hey, this is a great place for you to advertise your business. This is a great place that, uh, you know, puts out good stuff, puts out good quality content. And, you know, they reach out to people like me. Uh, If you reach out to them as a sponsor, uh, you know, it would help not only them, but it will definitely help out y'all. So please do that. And again, until then, in two weeks, I will see y'all again with another episode of this 2A Lifestyle. And as I stated before, be a great ambassador for the 2A community. Please, you know, fucking get knowledge, uh, you know, research, listen to gun-related content, whether it's mine or somebody else's, but just arm yourself with knowledge. And then also, again, present yourself as a great ambassador for this 2A lifestyle so that way we can start rolling back some of this fucking gun control that they are trying to shove down our throats and maybe we can actually start gaining some ground again. But until then, keep up with that 2A lifestyle and I will see you guys in two weeks.